Podcast. Welcome, everyone. Hello. Hi. We are Talk Amongst Yourselves. I'm, I'm Kev, and that's Flows. We do this every week. And you love it. And you love don't it, you? don't you? Don't you? You love it, don't you? Fucking love it. I, I love it. It's great. <laughs> How are you? I'm fucking agitated as fuck, mate. I don't know why, but I'm just really agitated today. Really? Everything's getting on my nerves. And I'm keeping I mean, it. I'm keeping it all inside. I'm really like trying to stifle it, but it's going to blow at some point if it carries on the way it's going. Don't do that, mate. Mental health and all that shit. Men committing suicide. Things. The seriousness. Talk about it. I don't. Know. You. Know, I, I know. I know everything about that. Don't worry. It's yeah. only. It's only little. Little. Little niggles. That's niggles. And I had double G L E S. These little niggles running around. <laughs> <laughs> Fun fact: I uh, I was reading part of an autobiography of the next uh, Liverpool player today. Uh, black guy, I can't remember his name now. Can't remember his name, but um, he was talking about obviously like he was before like he was like he was there before John Barnes got signed and everything. So I was like, it was uh, it was still a lot more. Uh, it was a lot worse when he was there. And he was like, John Barnes's nickname at Liverpool was Digger. <laughs> you can't help thinking that. <laughs> well, you know what? I uh, was chosen because it, it sounds really close to another word. <laughs> I heard it on the, uh, you know, the Harry Redknapp thing that was on ITV not too long ago. Yeah. John yeah. Barnes was his assistant, and I heard that somebody else, like somebody other players, calling him Digger, and and then I did think, hmm, wonder why he's got that nickname. <laughs> Apparently, it was after a, a character in the Dallas TV series whose name was Digger Barnes, but come on, mate. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> Another fun fact. Yeah. I went on a uh, bike ride the other day. Yeah. Uh, I rode from my flat to my mum's. Oh, jeez. Yeah, it took ages. Yeah. But uh, I was listening to episode two of Us. Oh yeah, and little niggle came up then as well, so quite Wait, weird. I'm pretty sure it's come up in a good few episodes. <laughs> <laughs> well, we Way had too many for me to be comfortable anymore. I'm going to be honest. <laughs> well, we had we had goon last week or the week before, didn't we? Yeah, we did. Goon we did. with a G. To be honest, I just made that up. I don't think it's come up that often. <laughs> no, it hasn't. But it's come. It's come up twice now. Plus we've come up. Yeah. Plus it's three times two. <laughs> <laughs> Who taught you math? Are you alright? What have you been up to? Um, yeah, I'm alright. Nothing much, to be honest. Watching everybody go back to normal as if nothing ever happened real quick. Yeah, yeah. This, like, real, real quick, right? Yeah, they're on tenterhooks, <laughs> aren't they? They're, they're, really, they're really itching to get back to being in an environment that could be potentially hazardous to their health. Yeah, and it's mad because it's it's quite ironic because when all this first started happening, I was like, "That's nah, bullshit." Like you know, we had SARS, we had mad cow disease, we had all those other stuff. So I was like, "It's just going to be another one of those." I the, was like, "Nah, it's nothing." And the like, ridicule, like, "No, no, no, it's serious." I was like, "Nah, shut up, it's not serious." Then it turned serious, and now this is over, or now it's been relaxed. 
all the people that I know that were well worried about it at the very beginning, it's like, yeah, I can't wait to go out. I was like, wait, what? <laughs> you were worrying about this before it was even a thing, and now you're just like, yeah, yeah I want to go out. The, the uh, ridicule for the seriousness of this was well documented on this show by you. It was. It really was. I think I did put a caveat out saying, like, you know, I could be wrong. But <laughs> <laughs> it's not good enough, is it? Do you know what I think about that often? Like how how real it got very quickly, and then there's us going, "Nah, it's bullshit in it. Nah. <laughs> it's just a flu in it." So smug in my knowledge. I'm so I... smug about how like who these people are worrying. What are they worrying for? It's just a flu in it. It's just a bad cold. That's all you've got. Yeah. Stop moaning. Snowflakes. Also... <laughs> Snowflakes. Snowflakes. Snowflakes, which leads me to the... Um, uh, I'm having gammon for dinner tonight. Just, uh, <laughs> put it in the oven. No, it, it annoys me that, like, you know, that ra- racist old white guys are called gammon. Because I love a bit of gammon. <laughs> <laughs> I love a little bit of honey mustard. Uh, you know, I'll throw a little honey mustard on the top of it, stick it in the oven. Like, with carrots, onions, peppercorns, all that crap. Are you one of these yeah. psychopaths that add pineapple to it? No. I, 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 you know, it's never even occurred to me to try. I know it's a thing. I've seen it, but cold pineapple and warm gammon. I don't think like unless you heat the pineapple up, and then I'm not sure what. No. 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 Yeah, it is what it is. I have no strong feelings about it either way. (laughs) (laughs) This is this is the level we've got to. Yeah. This is this is this is our this is our this is this week's subject. Yeah pineapples and their place in society pizza no gammon no fruit medley yes <laughs> fruit medley so what do you want to talk about this week i don't know like it's the same subjects over and over again coming back <laughs> and to be fair people seem to be loving it all you listeners out there you do seem to be loving it when we're yes. talking corona and racism but you know, it can't <laughs> last forever. well racism probably but corona that is a good point just to to stop there just to say thank you for sticking through with us through all this because well, I, I don't even think it's sticking with I think we're, we're kind of thriving right now <laughs> <laughs> because it's, love a bit of racism. it's tough times it's tough times at the moment for content and uh, yeah. I think we've done well we've we've kept up the quality little peek behind the yeah. curtain little peek behind the curtain we've we've thrown a couple of episodes in the bin because they've we just been terrible. We started an episode from the beginning when we got halfway through. We did that before. Yep. God, oh, do you remember that? Yeah, that was terrible. That was absolute dog shit. Like, we were properly, properly struggling to talk about stuff. And do you remember as well when we were, when we were back in the studio that we was we were, we were had some, we was talking some good stuff. We were having, we were cracking jokes. I was laughing my head off, and then I look at the recorder, and it had run out of battery. Do you remember that? Yeah, it was pancake day. Yeah. About pancakes. That was it. Anyway, yeah, that was it. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. Let's, let's, let's quickly turn this into just a conversation. <laughs> <laughs> let's stop. Let's stop. Let's let's not make this a compilation episode. <laughs> yeah, oh shit! Is it too late for like a, a, one of the flashback episodes? Greatest hits episode. <laughs> thing that I had put down that's relevant in terms of, of current events was uh, that A, 
the, the shameless pandering of the Conservative Party and B, the response that it garnered. <laughs> it's as, as horrifying as it was, it was also hilariously illuminating. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I was looking through those. Um, basically, if you didn't see it, it was on a, on Father's Day, Conservative Party put up a, a little picture saying Happy Father's Day. But it was quite noticeable that the it was a father and son, and they were black. It was quite noticeable. It was a trigger, wasn't it? It was quite clearly it was a, a trigger. trigger for a lot of people. Yeah, yeah it, it was just it was mean, just it dangling just... out there for the for the for the responses. <laughs> yeah, jeez, the the venom, the absolute <laughs> venom. I just like, and the, the the thing that kind of was quite funny to me as well, like quite a few of the responses I saw was like, this isn't even re- representative. Like, oh, I was like, mate, this is like the first time the Conservatives have used a black person on a picture for anything. So, you know, go look at all the thousands of others. The fact that you're raising issue with the fact that it's, that it's a black father and son, just that just there's, there's, there's not much, much to be said after that, is there? The fact that you're no. raising that as an issue. Like, there's no way you could, like, yeah, there's, 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 there's nothing after that. Like, Legit, you didn't take the sentiment of the post, which was Happy no. Father's Day. <laughs> yeah, you didn't look at that and go, oh yeah, Happy Father's Day, I should ring my dad. It's, there's fucking black people on there. <laughs> yeah, like the actual fact that you'd be so annoyed that it was black people for something that like, it doesn't matter. It, it's just the post. Yeah, it's I did. It's just the Father's Day post. Of all the replies, I didn't see one Happy Father's Day to all the dads out there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> nobody, nobody. I didn't see one. Ah, look at the cute little kid. Like, no, no. Like, the conservatives, like, in a genius move, maybe. I, I, I even said, it was like, it's a genius move where they, they were trying to out all their racist followers. And well done, you succeeded. <laughs> yeah, it they, was less they effort. Were, they were it, floating to the surface like it, the scum they are. It was less effort to, to tweet. To re- if, you, if you wanted to reply, if you wanted to comment on that tweet, it took less effort to say, Happy Father's Day, than it was to one that I saw. It was a bloke who's obviously got his nation's flag in his Twitter handle. I mean, who does that? But it was like he it made he made such a such a concerted effort to try and not sound racist. <laughs> but by mentioning the fact that they were black, it, they were black father and son. But then he also. <laughs> He 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 mentioned um, where is it? He mentioned gay dads, Asian dads, etc. <laughs> so he tried. He tried his best to sort of to try and say, look, I'm not racist. Look, I'm inclusive of everyone. But the fact that he was making point of the fact that there was a black father and son, you just what are you doing? <laughs> I mean, the moment that you feel like you have to comment on the picture, you've lost whatever non-racist uh, uh, argument you're trying to yeah. trying to put out there. And there was another reply I saw as well that was quite funny. <laughs> it was just, this is racist. <laughs> Why? <laughs> I love, I don't, yeah. Like, I, I don't get how people think they're doing a the thing when they do that. I've seen that loads recently. Like, anytime somebody uses, like, black people to model their clothing or to front the, their brand or whatever, someone's like, this is, this is racist. Like, how? It's a geezer. It's a geezer How? wearing a jacket. <laughs> yeah, 
like the fact that you are so offended by black faces on your screen. <laughs> this is racist. Where are all the whites? Yeah. Where are all those whites that I see all day, every day, and every other advert? Where are the whites I'm used to? This is appalling. It's which uh, two two things which so the flag thing you were talking about genuinely. This is one of those ones where like the the English flag and the Great Britain flag they are they're they're, they're just they're done now they're done. <laughs> done. It's like the whole having the English flag on your car or outside your house like people are instantly like. You're racist. It's, yeah. it's over. Because like the whole flag in the uh, in the Twitter bio thing, it's taken off recently, but it's something that like people minorities been doing for a while. Like just to let people know where you're from. Yeah. Like you know, like ah, Nigerian or Jamaican or Indian or Pakistan, whatever. And, you know, it's just a little thing to show a nod to your heritage. Which you know, there's nothing, not a problem with it. But the minute like English people have started doing it, like the ridicule that has come out to them, like, oh yeah, well of course you'd have an English flag in your profile in your in your name. And I was like, Oh mate, you can't do it anymore. <laughs> like you've lost that one. Like now you know how it feels to not be able to do something. <laughs> but it's just hilarious. Cause I'm sure there's some people out there that are just doing it because, you know, like they've seen they've got black friends that are doing it with all their flags and now like they they, they can't. They really can't. That flag is a, the flag is a lost cause, is what I'm saying. Yeah, I think you you maybe take yours out of your out of your Twitter. No, I didn't. <laughs> nobody even barely anybody knows that country exists. So shout out, mate. <laughs> <laughs> like that's it. Like it's only the English and American flags. They're the only two that are kind of like Scottish, fine. Welsh, Irish, French, Spanish. Nobody has a problem with. Is legit just of English and American, and you know, did to themselves. St. Lucian Lives Matter. Yeah, sure, why not? <laughs> <laughs> uh, my second point is where you're talking about that guy that uh, tried so hard not to seem racist, but you know, the whole you replied on there. A friend of mine. I was going to say got into it with somebody else. They didn't get into it. Somebody on Twitter, much like your Judge Rinder scenario, huh. from a few episodes back, people, call back. This person must have been searching through Twitter, must have been searching keywords or something, because the person I know doesn't even use hashtags in their, on their tweets. Mm. So it wasn't like you saw it on a hashtag. But they'd like retweeted a couple of stuff, uh, retweeted a couple of things about Trump and that Tulsa rally. And also retweeted a couple of other bits and pieces to do with race, just randomly. You know, things that they things that they genuinely thought were funny at the time or, like, brought up good points. So this person's obviously seen one of those on his little Twitter tirade, and then not only has he replied on it, he's persuaded to go through all of their tweets and reply and put a reply to each and every one. Now, I'm not sorry, one of them was Ice-T, uh, who pointed out the irony of Nazi nazi supremacists tanning at the beach <laughs> <laughs> which is a good point and i never thought about it. why why do you want to tan <laughs> if you're and when i say nazi supremacists i mean giant swastikas tattooed on their backs yeah type. i saw it, I saw we're, not, it. We're, not, yeah. we're not guessing no we're not guessing so you know confederate bikini yes 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 <laughs> yes <laughs> and and I can't, again, this guy, he made literally almost zero sense with, with his points. And, um, but the fact is, I'm like, at one point, I just kind of was reading through and I realized, I was like, dude, in your effort 
to try and defend, I don't know, free speech or whatever. You're backing Nazis. <laughs> <laughs> like, it doesn't matter what you're arguing against. This whole thing has come about because somebody said, look at these Nazis, and you were like, no, but. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Why? Why did you feel this was the forum? <laughs> no, but. <laughs> and it's just, like, the amount of, like debates and arguments that I've got into people over the week, and I was like, "Dude, you know you are like this. This conversation has morphed, but originally you were defending, like, you know, in its purest form, like police slapping like an eleven-year-old was one of them. <laughs> <laughs> police fucking armsing up eleven-year-old, and then like twenty comments later, you've totally forgotten that that was the the the, the whole point of it, and you are fully arguing. So now it just makes it look like you're all four police slapping eleven-year-olds." <laughs> is it worth it? I don't know. Some eleven year olds are a little shit, so I mean, <laughs> That is fair. That is fair. That is fair. I was a little shit at eleven. We all were. <sighs> but yeah, crazy times. Crazy times we're living in. Yeah. Which made me think. If you were tomorrow, through some weird twist of fate, your Prime Minister you get to put through one law. No one's going to contest it. Like, it goes through straight away. Like, you get one gimme. What are you doing? I think you may know already. I probably do, but... <laughs> <laughs> For the sake of this audio <laughs> medium, let's uh, celebrate a little bit more. Uh, if it's obvious someone's a racist, or if it's obvious someone's a fucking idiot, there's got to be some sort of... Um, like what was we talking about the other day um and i said bullet to the head oh it was the it was the uh the burnley, the burnley thing yeah. <laughs> yeah 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 just these people offer no benefits to the human race right so if it's clear that these people like for instance someone to hire out a plane it could how much do you reckon it costs about 600 quid you reckon 500 quid oh dude hold on one second and I will give you the I will give you the numbers I will give you the figures somebody actually showed this to me and they live in that area of the world so it's probably it's probably close to what this actual person paid again if you if you don't know talk myself as I'm finding this uh, at the Man City Burnley match yesterday uh, someone flew a flag over the match there was an airplane with the message white lives matter burnley flying behind it so one didn't even make sense was that didn't even make sense no, white no, lives no, matter no. burnley <laughs> because burnley were the ones that have been leading the charge yeah <laughs> like burnley have forgotten <laughs> like there's a history of burnley abusing white people <laughs> <laughs> um so we've got a starting price of 595 pounds plus VAT, position in charge, £175 plus VAT per flying hour. So the further away from the airfield their stadium is, the more that's going to cost as well. Madness. And I'm just, uh, yeah. So yeah, yeah. so so people people like that, people who, who, who make the effort to to be racist basically <laughs> yeah it is though it is it's, it's making a full on effort then there's no need for you goodbye 
off to off to the death yard. That that would be my that would be my one rule. For people who have no no benefit to society whatsoever, they can just get offed. <laughs> yeah. Your regime would be unforgiving. <laughs> it would be merciless. <laughs> describe your regime. <laughs> How would you describe your regime? Merciless. Iron. The most iron of fists. Like I genuinely <laughs> worry what would happen if you got power. Oh, it's game over, mate. It's game over for a lot of people. Yeah, but that was the thing that got me about it as well. Was like you're willing to spend that kind of money, which is no longer. This is no longer like I disagree with what you're saying. This is I am vehemently against Black Lives Matter. Yeah, <laughs> like, it's worth spending my hard-earned money. <laughs> to show because in like, Lancashire as well right in <laughs> Lancashire as well so it's a lot of money for them <laughs> yeah, exactly that exchange rate hit different up there like. <laughs> but like for something like Black Lives Matter has not like affected your life negatively in any way like for the average white person it has not affected your life negatively yet in any way maybe you couldn't go down to London during the protests that was about it yeah. you weren't supposed to be down there anyway but the fact that even though this hasn't had any effect, you're willing to spend that much money, like just racist, <laughs> <laughs> full on racist. They just uh, they probably club together. I uh, the one thing, and I don't I don't want to rain on this parade. The whole uh, with Ben Me talking after the uh, <laughs> after the game <laughs> when he was like a fair play to you know talking about the fans. Like it's a shame that like a section of the crowd, a small section. Really? <laughs> Burnley? Is it that small? I mean, just look at the team. Oh. I mean, I mean, I know, I know, it's it's probably just merely a coincidence, but apart from Dwight McNeil and Aaron, Aaron Lennon, Dude, who are, I was just thinking about it, who are the lightest of lighties. <laughs> that is the whitest team I've ever seen. It did. It did occur to me, and I was like. Yeah, and even even Aaron Lennon doesn't want to be there anymore. <laughs> no, exactly. Yeah, I bet he didn't want to be there in the first place. Surely. <laughs> no, no, he got shipped out, didn't he? He did. Uh, His career. Do, you know do, do you know how white Burnley is? Like, <laughs> they have a player called Jay Rodriguez, and he's still English. he's still English. <laughs> <laughs> That's like a special kind of. <laughs> oh God. When I see like, him, when I see him play for uh, Southampton, I was like, "Oh, Jay Rodriguez, some uh, some Spanish kid who's coming through." And I was like, "Nope." <laughs> Dude, it was the longest time before I realised. I was like, "So which one is oh?" <laughs> <laughs> it was like every time it's like Jay Rodriguez and the ball. I was like, "Oh, I must have just missed it." All I can see is this random white dude. <laughs> uh, no, shout out to Burnley though. <laughs> <laughs> you racist fucks. <laughs> shout out to Jay Rodriguez. We feel you, bro. <laughs> Maybe it's just because he lives in Burnley and he's not getting any sun. Maybe he is actually proper Spanish. <laughs> Free Aaron Lennon and Dwight McNeil. <laughs> Free my Donnies. <laughs> Free my Lighties. <laughs> Drake's about to bring out a single. <laughs> Culture Vulture. <laughs> yes. Yes, he is. <laughs> One thing that popped up today... 
subject change. Oh, nice. Um, but not really because it's back to is it's back to Rona. It's Rona related. Okay, Rona related. It's Rona related. Did you see Novak Djokovic today? I did not. Why has he done? Has he got Rona? You know, he has been piping up ever since lockdown and all the sports sporting events were cancelled. He's been piping up saying that it's all like blown out of proportion and the fact that we have to cancel everything is a bit stupid. So he so he put on his own tournament and that was uh yesterday or the day before. He put on his own tennis tournament. Four people, including him, now have coronavirus. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say four people turned up, but Four people, including him, now have corona. That yeah. is amazing, and it's no less than you deserve if that's what you're going to do. Exactly. I could, I, when I saw it today, I laughed my head off. I was like, that's what you get, you fucking idiot. Also, why tennis? People don't get... Like, until it comes to Wimbledon, people don't give a fuck about tennis. No. <laughs> you just... Like, nobody gives a fuck about tennis. Like, why would you... Why did you feel like that was what was bringing the community together in the face of this? You know, you know, you get some sports where like you don't watch it because it's boring, but yeah. if you get the opportunity to play it, you're like, oh yeah, I'll have a go, I'll join oh, in. Oh yeah, yeah. With yeah. tennis, never had that feeling. Never wanted to play it ever. It's such a dead sport. I will tell you one thing, like harking back to our conversation last week about what constitutes a sport. It's tiring as fuck. Tennis, like, yeah, it's the kind like you don't play tennis for. I don't know who plays tennis for fun. Because <laughs> like, there's no respite as well. Like you play football, all right. You run around the thingy, and you like you proper have to enjoy tennis to want to play it recreationally. Mm. You're in it to win it, basically. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's you, you. You're only playing tennis recreationally because you're not good enough to play it professionally. <laughs> so you know, it's yeah. I don't. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's one of the. One of the sports I give very few fun. Like, I'll watch a match every now and again, and sometimes you know you watch highlights. Highlights are good. It's one of those. It's one of those sports where you can only watch highlights. Some sports, even if you're not really into it, you can watch that sport when it's on because it's entertaining. Yeah. Not tennis. Not tennis. Definitely not fucking golf. Because no, like, oh god, how often does a hole in one happen, really? Hardly ever. Exactly. Like, I just Google greatest golf shots on YouTube every now and again and laugh when there's that and one it, where it like, hits it, a bird. And it came back. Plucks it, it out of the hole. You YouTube that and it came back, wow, you must be bored. <laughs> no, the best thing about it is every time I YouTube it, it's the same fucking videos because nothing else has happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, you Google football highlights and that changes on a weekly basis. <laughs> Because somebody scored a worldly. Hardly anybody does anything interesting in golf. But yeah, some things don't deserve to be sports. Darts. Darts is it's really pushing the fucking it's pushing the barrel. It, it's pushing the barrel. It's fucking like it's pushing the borders. Like it's there's no physical exertion. And there's a there's a I, I can see there's a bit of skill, but I feel like But like I said, that comes with practice though. Yes, it's one of those ones. Like, again, with certain sports, like tennis, no matter how much you practice, you're never going to be good enough. Like, and you know, but with darts, I feel you could be. Yeah, if you dedicate your life to it, you're, then you're going to get good. Yeah, a couple of hours on a Wednesday, probably. <laughs> <laughs> like, life, like, 
Yeah. He doesn't. He doesn't deserve the mental. On to other things. Trying to come up with a new business. Take advantage of the world being unsettled. Go on. Uh, a site for fat fetishes called Pornchub. <laughs> what would I you? Think there's some mileage there. What would you? What would you have on Pornchub? What would be the category? Pretty much the same stuff as Pornhub, but with all fat people. <laughs> I'm pretty sure there's a fat category on Pornhub. Yeah, but why should you? Live? But then you know you have to go into the fat category, and you have to find the type you'd like in the fat category. We got fat stepmoms, fat lesbians, fat schoolgirls, fat nurses, fat doctors, fat fat fatties. <laughs> like it's the skinny yeah. section. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. It's just like I feel like it's time that it took center stage. You What's know, your just uh... videos of people eating? Like you don't, well, maybe you do get it on Pornhub, I don't know. I would imagine so. Not that I've uh, delved into it. No, I'm going to. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to now. Maybe you'll find Cinnabons. Wow, this really has turned into a greatest hits <laughs> episode. It's the greatest hits. <laughs> oh, greatest references. Did you choose to accept it? Is to go through all our other episodes and find every single reference to a previous episode. Oh, by the way. Chet Hanks. Oh, <laughs> rah, rah, rah. the tick one, the tick ones, because he likes the tick <laughs> one, didn't he? The tick guy. <laughs> so yeah, that was the only thing I can. That's the only one I've come up with so far. Porn chub. Porn chub. All my eggs kind of going in one basket there. And then eating it. Yes, yes. I'm gonna star in my own chub movies. <laughs> you knock on the door also, knock on sorry. the door you open it up I hear your vending machine's broken and you need me to fix it <laughs> yeah there's so many whispers and Mars bars in there I can't get them out have you tried smashing the window <laughs> if you're that hungry you fat bitch kind of stop every five minutes kind of like catch their breath <laughs> do you like me doing that <sighs> Yeah, wait, wait a minute. Let me just have a drink of Pepsi. Diet Pepsi, though. No, these aren't trying to lose weight, are they? I don't know. You find a lot, a lot are drinking diet. Like, a lot of people think Diet Pepsi is, is the only thing that you need to do <laughs> to kind of be healthy. It's no calories. <laughs> All right, mate. All right. But yeah, I can't, what did I say? I can't even remember what it was I saw, but... I saw something and I was like, oh, fat people in porn. There's a whole thing there. I think it was like an old clip from one of those Channel 4 documentaries about people that like to feed, you know, fat feeders or whatever they called it. Like, you know, people that really like having giant partners and like feed them. Feeders. There was, a, oh, this yeah. is a great segue. There was a, a return to one of my favourite documentaries the other day on Channel 4. Oh, yeah. Dogging Tales. Dogging what? Tales. Oh Dogging my t- god, bruv, you need to watch this documentary. Do I though? Yes, you do, mate. It's superb. It's it's Britain at its best. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't say much, does it? It's Britain no, at well, its no, that's best. that's my point. Yeah, pathetic little country. <laughs> at its best. 
we are at our best in a car park on our knees. <laughs> <laughs> it follows his dicks. It follows his geezer who's got a f- again fat girlfriend. <clears throat> yeah, and he's it cuts between him and actual professional doggers. And it, every time it goes back to him, he's always like he's flirting with the idea. He's always wanting to do it. He's always wanting to do a threesome. And oh, then, yeah. and then it, it's built this this talk of threesomes building up, building up throughout the whole documentary. And then after the break, it comes back and the next scene, it's him, his fat girlfriend, and on the other side of him, another fat woman. <laughs> <laughs> we found another. We found another girl. And so they yeah. they're about to do this threesome, but not in a bedroom. Oh no no. They do it in the woods, and they and they and they want to sort of they want to sort of merge the threesome with actual dogging as well. So the two of them are, are <laughs> one of them utters the words that will stick with me forever. Do you want me to suck your dick, Terry? <laughs> <laughs> so polite. I love it. I love it. I might have to watch you. Just and he's like, and he's like, yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and he's literally got that voice. <laughs> and then there's so they're 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 going at it with each other. They're they're awkwardly playing around. And then you hear the uh, director of the documentary. He's like, "It looks like you've got a visitor." And the camera pounds around, and there's this geezer just stroking himself, just watching her. <laughs> <laughs> what, was he invited? No, <laughs> he's just standing there. He's just found him. He's like, "Oh yeah, some of that." And so he and so he starts to join in, <laughs> but this Terry Geezer, but this Terry Geezer just sort of edges out, <laughs> just watches them, and then Wait, he's he edges out of his own yeah, and he's watching them, and he's watching them, and then he just goes, oh, they call her his girlfriend Lisa. He goes, Lisa, I don't feel very comfortable. I want to go home, and I'm <laughs> and I'm cold. <laughs> it's the. <laughs> <laughs> Are you sure this wasn't a mockumentary? This bruv, sounds it's, way too perfect. Bro, it's on the edge. It really is. You need to watch it. Just watch ten minutes of it, and you—I guarantee you won't regret it. This brings me to something that I think about way too often. <laughs> <laughs> God, how many guys do you think have let another dude bone their wife because that's what they were into, and the minute that dick slipped in, they realised. That's not what they were into. <laughs> I don't want this. <laughs> this is a mistake. This is a mistake. And it's kind of too late now. <laughs> I immediately regret this decision. <laughs> like, you've got the camera rolling and everything. And you, you was like, you really... Because I'm pretty sure as well. I mean, you know, some couples figure that out. But, you know, in some cases, the guy would have been... It'd have been his own little fantasy, and he's been building up to it, and he's talked about it, and he's maybe he's had to convince her, cajole her a little bit. It's taken months, maybe even a year or two, to finally get her in a position where she's comfortable, excited about it, even. <laughs> and you're there going through fucking gum tree trying to find someone. <laughs> <laughs> and then you do it, you get somebody, and then you get there, and then the minute she gets penetrated, you're. <laughs> no, stop! <laughs> wait! <it's>... Stop! <laughs> Is it too late? (laughs) I'm cold, I I want to go home. (laughs) I'm cold, I want to go home. I just, wow. And how many many marriages or relationships have broken down? Because after it happened, you're like, yeah, I'd much prefer this person. (laughs) (laughs) I don't even know why, I'm still with you. 
Uh, be careful is all I'm saying. Yeah, Just be careful out there. Sometimes you think the thing you think you want isn't. <laughs> be careful out here, you dirty-minded weirdos. Yeah. How do you get to the point, like, there's some mad fetishes in the world. Who, how do you know what you like? How do you know that you want to go into a car park? Like, it's a car park. That's a specific thing. Why do car parks arouse you? <laughs> <laughs> like, I would, like, I want loads of people to watch me everything. It's all right. Do it at your house. <laughs> Just invite people around. Like, things... meet at the car park and then bring them home. It's a much more comfortable environment. There's things called webcams, like. <laughs> yeah. You know, just clear a space in the living room, put down some plastic sheeting so there's no stains. Oh. Like, yeah. like, people that get turned on by balloons. What? I saw a thing once, people that get turned on by balloons. Actually, no, I can kind of understand that one because, like, you know, somebody accidentally pops a balloon, all of a sudden you just know, oh, I know. No. <laughs> I can't. I can't. I can honestly. I can't recall ever hearing a balloon pop and thinking, "Just, just fuck right now." <laughs> That's it. You have it, but somebody obviously has. And like, yeah, that was a bad example because, like, you can accidentally discover that one at a kid's birthday party. But <laughs> that's the worst place to discover that. Um, all right. Like, if you want to go extreme, like, scat. How do you know you want somebody? to shit on you that's <laughs> fucking weird maybe it's like when do you discover that maybe it was an accidental self-scatting maybe but there's a difference between accidentally fucking kicking your pants and somebody taking a dump on your chest yeah but if you but if you like the feel of it if, it, if it's if it's been left on your person for long enough <laughs> <laughs> for you to go you know this ain't that bad maybe arousing even Arousing, even, yeah, maybe, maybe. It's just there's a whole weird world of sex things out there that I don't even want to understand. <laughs> we talk about tolerance, so like, like, do your thing, but I don't ever want to be at a stage where I'm like, I can understand that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to be. It's my mind can't handle it. It's too fragile. <laughs> you just go, no, <laughs> stop it, please. <laughs> just walk my little brain just stick to stepmums <laughs> stick to peepholes peepholes glory holes glory holes voyeurism yeah stick to watching people when they not know when they don't know <laughs> there's nothing wrong with that there's nothing wrong with that stepmums in porn are like a lot better than real life stepmoms if you think about it like in a lot of them they're always like making them dinner and helping them with their homework or driving them to secluded places <laughs> like you don't always get that with a stepmom like on top of that and then on top of that they're gonna they're gonna give you they're gonna suck your dick like that <laughs> seems like a very very loving mother <laughs> no stepmom I've ever known has ever punished me the way they do Exactly. No, no stepmom other words. Like, oh yeah, my mom, my stepmom caught me jerking off in my room, so I stuck my dick to teach me a lesson. I've been drawing on the walls for ten years, <laughs> in the hopes that maybe and nothing, nothing. Uh, I saw one once where the mom hired him a hooker for his 18th birthday, and then was kind enough to join in. She didn't Whoa. need to. He was already having sex. <laughs> That's just 
Oh, that's a kind of love that only comes from real bonding. <laughs> from porn stepmoms. We've been talking about sex for quite a long time. This is the sex throwback episode. Yeah, sex amongst yourselves. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Unless, like, you, you're isolated with family members. Don't do not do that. No. Ugh. Unless it's on porn chub. No, not even then. That doesn't make it any better. <laughs> Interest is incest. Don't do it. <laughs> okay, how popular a category. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we've really. This is a deviant. This is Ho- this is Hollyoaks after dark episode. <laughs> <laughs> I always wanted to see Hollyoaks after dark just to understand the concept. There was no, there was no tits. It weren't, it weren't worth it. <laughs> and just what was, did they swear? I think they might have thrown in a crap or a bitch or something like that. I just, I was just like, what made it so? The theme, the theme was quite dark. There was, I remember Gary Lucy. He played a character in it. Mm. He got raped on Hollyoaks After Dark. Oh, yeah. So I don't want to see that. No. <laughs> Again, I feel like some soaps have done that during their pre-Watershed episodes. I mean, was it graphic? I can't remember. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't see it, but I just. I just know it happened. It was ten minutes in. I was like, "Well, there's no nudity." I had enough. We're gonna switch to the Channel Five movie. Yeah. Oh God! Do you remember when Channel Five just went soft porn after eleven? <laughs> Friday nights after eleven. Mate. Oh God. What a time. Uh, what a time! Not when you were uh, not when you were staying at your grandparents for the weekend. <laughs> your granddad used to like watching telly until all hours of the morning. So you're sitting there and he switches over, and he decides to just you know, stay on there just for a little bit. <laughs> like, don't want to really be watching this with you, granddad. <laughs> yeah, the best thing about that is there are plenty of uh, people with fulfilling careers today that started some of those in some of those movies. Bro, I see Niles Crane in one of them. Yes, you did. Yes, you did. <laughs> um, Matt LeBlanc has also been in one of them. <laughs> I'm pretty sure Martin Kemp was in one of those. <laughs> like, a lot of people that are just in your consciousness have been in Channel 5 movies, and it's hilarious. You know, Although, I will admit, one of the greatest highlights of my youth was uh, Tiffany Amber Thiessen from Saved by the Bell. She was in one of those movies. <laughs> that was a nice surprise because this was back in the day when, you know, if you didn't have a TV guide in your house, you didn't know what was coming. <laughs> <laughs> You'll never forget that moment. I won't. I won't. There's hardly any sex on telly now. Not that I've been looking. Because... <laughs> not that I've been, not yeah, I've been, I've been longing for the, for the good old days, for the old 10 minutes free view. But I was I, mean, I was looking through the uh, I was just flicking through the channels on on Freeview the other day. Oh, the old eight hundred numbers. Yeah, but they're all gone. All babe stations are oh, gone. Oh, really? Yeah. Because of the internet, they're, they're not they're not raking in money. Why is anybody going to sit there and run up their phone bill? <laughs> <laughs> on webcams as well, because now you can do webcams and stuff. I guess that must be cheaper or free to like message somebody like on a webcam, send them a message instead. My um, my thing about six on telly is. I have never actually, for me, I think sex in films and on TV shows is just a market employee. It's just sex sells. 
yeah. like nine out of ten times six isn't relevant to the storyline like it doesn't push the storyline along any further unless it's a film like wait what like this probably gonna sound weird but you know unless it's a film where like it's a like a revenge film or like a, a, a detective thriller and it's based around a sexual assault like the sex scene itself never has anything to do with the plot what about mm, maybe not no, I was gonna. Like, I was gonna throw. Say, yeah. I was gonna throw Basic Instinct in there, but they, you don't really need sex for that. For that story. Again, she uses her sexuality to, you know, manipulate and thingy, but you could do it without showing it. I mean, I guess you know, there's no problem with showing it, but like, usually they always say like, oh, they're showing that the relationship between the characters, you know. You could easily do that. You could easily just cut away. Like once they've started kissing, or the uh, give it the old James Bond treatment. No one wants you know, that. Screen face to black <laughs> as they're kissing, whatever. Yeah, no, not the beating women and converting lesbians. Not those <laughs> terrible things that happened in in early James. No, check that out. Goldfinger, James Bond. Uh, the character is very obviously she's a lesbian in the book. She's a lesbian in the film, and in both cases, he he, he sorts her right out. Straightens her out, like literally straightens <laughs> her out um, by forcible means as well, which is even worse. But anyway, anyway, <laughs> again, he didn't need to have sex with her in that story. <laughs> like, like the fact is, it happens after the bad guy's been defeated. <laughs> this was the grand plan. There's nothing more I like after defeating, after saving the world, than to get my end away. <laughs> Than to get my end away with a woman that has no sexual interest in you whatsoever. <laughs> with a woman who I am nowhere near her type. <laughs> I just and find her, I think she's attractive, I grab her and I force her to have sex with me. <laughs> like a straight woman. Like a straight woman. <laughs> How they're supposed to be. You just haven't had it from the right man yet. <laughs> <laughs> but it's weird. Like think about the number of films and i think it still is i'm not i don't think the amount of film scenes you saw where the hero kissed the woman and she struggled <laughs> before just kind of giving up and leaning into it yeah <laughs> like she legit struggled <laughs> <laughs> you can see good. the you can see the grimace <laughs> yeah the eyes are clenched like usually there's like a pounding on the chest a couple of times and then they're just kind of like nah fuck it like those lips, those lips are tight they're really yeah yeah closed exactly. tight yeah they, they force the lips open like when you look at it through the eyes of today you're like that is terrible <laughs> you wonder why so many people are out here doing that like no it's fine once she gets into it she will like it like wait what <laughs> Oh, she'll like it. Don't worry. <laughs> give give her time. Like, oh, mate. I don't know if I've ever shown... One of my favourite college humour sketches is based on Grease. <laughs> um, you remember Grease? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You remember the song um, Summer Lovin'? Yeah. Mm. And, you know, the, the little chorus bit. It's like, tell me more, tell me more. And then everyone chips in their little bit. One of the lines is, tell me more, tell me more. Did she put up a fight? <laughs> <laughs> And obviously, in the Grease film, they just carry on singing and dancing, but then in this sketch, it stops. Now, wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> like, what did you just say? It was like, uh, you know, no, just like a playful. It's like, no, wait. It's like, 
when you kids got, do they put up a fight? <laughs> and it just gets worse and worse. And the guy's like, uh, did you have to then come up with an alibi and go see one of your friends and tell them to say that they were with you all evening, even though they weren't, and you thought that you kind of liked it and you, and it goes completely off the rails. But even that, did she put up a fight? What? <laughs> no, you maniac. <laughs> That's not part of the courting experience. <laughs> it's for James Bond. Uh, it's, it is for James. I'm going to confess that he only goes for women that aren't attracted to him. <laughs> like, there's women throwing themselves at him. He's like, no, uh-uh, never again. <laughs> James Bond would have a Union Jack on his Twitter page. James Bond would. Um... Some I've been I've read uh, I started reading the James Bond books, and yeah, some of them you're just like, all right, mate. <laughs> I read Goldfinger, and uh, obviously you had Oddjob in there. Was I think he was Vietnamese in the in the book, and there's a few Vietnamese people in there. James Bond does not like Vietnamese people, <laughs> <laughs> and. The fact is, it's not even stuff he says out loud. It's like the inner monologue, which leads me to believe Ian Fleming did not like these people. <laughs> <laughs> there was no need for him to be thinking that while he was driving in the car on his own. It was just a vehicle for him to exercise his demons, his racist demons. <laughs> it really was. <laughs> it's not as if like he got into an argument with a Vietnamese guy and he started hurling insults into them. He's driving along and he's like, I'd have to watch out for those dirty, yellow, slanty-eyed Vietnamese gooks, just in case they're around. Like, whoa, James. James, James, James. <laughs> Even James Bond is like, did I just say that? It's like, whoa, I was just trying to work out how to break into a bank. Where did that come from? <laughs> I'm trying to stop terrorists. <laughs> uh, Coming up with all this racist shit. But you know, that's like, yeah. It, 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 it was of its time. And I, I don't think, again, you know, wow, we, we went over this last week, so I need to go over it again, like books and films and stuff. Like, you don't have to show them on television. Keep them there. Yeah. People can see them. People can view them. You know, knowing that it's it's a good gauge of what life was like at that time and what was accepted and what wasn't. If you want to know more, read it. Yeah. If you want to know more, like, find out about what was going on at that time. Yeah, that's what I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 like that's it. But it's, um, yeah, because, like, yeah, think about it. That thing we were just talking about with the heroes kissing the, like, you know, one day in the probably not too far future, they will probably come under, like, greater scrutiny. And then they're, like, that's almost every action hero ever. It started already. I've seen, have you seen Bumblebee? Um, the, the the Transformers one with yeah. Hayley, uh, Hayley Steinfeld. Yes, I watched it. I watched it one time. I uh, Yeah, I don't remember it too well. I need to, to see it again, actually. There was a bit at the end. Uh, it's, it's usually the the beat where the the hero the, or the the guy grabs the girl and then they become an item after the yeah. day is saved. He that does that. He, he's, he goes to, the guy goes to hold her hand and she's like, no, 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 none of that. Mm-hmm. And it could, you could tell that. you could tell it was a very conscious, a very conscious thing to be added to this, to the film. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. This is the way it's going. But that was the same as uh, Jurassic World, the first Jurassic World. Um, there was a guy. There were two characters in there. I think they were they were you know they were like the computer nerds working on. Oh, uh, Jake Johnson. Control. Was that Jake Johnson's character? 
that's his name couldn't yeah. remember his name yeah Jake Johnson's character and then there's the, the female one yeah uh, I can't remember so male and female character whatever and then he says something at the end I don't know about sleep together or going out together or something like or like you know he goes to kiss her moment, that, yes yes that's yeah. it the, the moment in the film where that would happen because yeah. you know They've kind of been working together for the whole film. They've been big, and you know they sometimes make two side characters get together for no reason whatsoever. Yeah, and she's just like, "I have a boyfriend." Yeah, oh no, 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 no. (laughs) And it's true because usually it comes out of nowhere. There's been very little signs. Yeah, yeah. Usually, I've had no conversation outside the professional conversation of how do we stop the bad guy. (laughs) Yeah, there has been no sexual tension in this very dire situation (laughs) we're in. Yeah, yet somehow when she said we could hack the mainframe servers. You took that as, oh yeah, she wants me. Yeah. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it is. I've seen it in a. It's, it's it now that's become the joke. It's become the joke of the guy leaning in and the the, the woman being like, no, no, this isn't happening. Yeah. <laughs> Which is actually funny. Uh, no, I mean the other thing wasn't funny at all, so that's more entertaining. But yeah. Poor guy though, man. <laughs> Yeah, I know. If he's, yeah, anyth- if he's anything like me and I was in his shoes, I'd be thinking about that for the rest of my life. <laughs> but then it also comes to like, you didn't even know her well enough to know that she had a boyfriend, dude. <laughs> you weren't together. You obviously weren't close. You weren't like, work colleagues. <laughs> like, That's a strong point. work friends. <laughs> That's a very strong point. <laughs> like, it's not as if like, oh yeah, you know, we kind of been flirting and messing around for a little while now. <laughs> like, you've had no conversations. <laughs> Like never once has she been. Oh, I'm going. I'm leaving early to go meet my boyfriend today. <laughs> oh, god. That's Hollywood. That's number Wang. <laughs> I said. Oh, an, no. I said yeah. another uh, old-fashioned sketch show catchphrase yesterday. Do you remember? Did you? Yeah. Do you remember? Now that's amazing. That's from. Yeah. It's from the Far Show. Ah, you see, I don't remember. I, again, the Far Show is one I need to revisit. I do remember watching it at points when I was like when I was young, and I never, re- I never revisited it. Kind of like when I was proper into comedy, I need to, I need to revisit that because I'm not. Well, now they've taken, <coughs> excuse me, now they've taken off all those uh, sketch shows and sitcoms off Netflix, old the classic British ones. Yeah, they might replace it with that because I can't remember it being too in that area. I don't, I don't I remember don't any, I don't remember so any blackface. I don't remember any blackface. I don't remember any sort of misogyny or anything like that. If it was, it was part of the joke. Like I remember one. I remember one sketch. There, there's three geezers are stuck. Like one of them's locked his keys in his car, and they're all trying to figure out ways to try and get in it. And they're trying to like sort of give suggestions that might work, and they're all like sort of saying, "No, no, no, it's not going to work." Some woman walks past, and she goes, "Oh, I've got a key stuck, have you?" You know, this happened to me before. So what you do is you cut a tennis ball in half and stick it over the door lock and then you press it and it sort of, the air pops the lock out so you can get in and then it goes, it goes there's a sports shop just down the road actually. You can just buy a cheap tennis ball, pack of tennis balls or something and then there's nothing, right? And then a half a second later, one of the geezers goes, actually, do you know what you can do? If you get a tennis ball... <laughs> Cut it in half, put it over the lock, it'll pop the lock out. In fact, there's a sports shop down the road for <laughs> a cheap pack of tennis balls. And she's like, oh, yeah, all right, cool. <laughs> uh, yeah, like I remember like Harry Enfield and Chums. I don't remember anything. There was, oh no, what was that? I think that might have been Ruddy Hell, it's Harry and Paul. Didn't one of them, didn't Harry Enfield used to dress up as Nelson Mandela? Yeah, yeah, he, he, 
he got called out for that the other day. Oh really? Yeah, really? and and he was he defended himself, and I think I don't, I didn't read the article in full, but it just said yeah. that he said that he he said a racial slur live on radio as well when he was questioned what, about or, it. Or just like at one time? No, it was the other day. It was like last week oh. or the week before. <laughs> He's like, look, if I want to impersonate a coon, I will. <laughs> <laughs> and that's coon with <laughs> with a C. Yes, <laughs> yes, good. I'm glad you grabbed that. <laughs> yeah. um... No, the only, I remember Wayne Slob getting with Naomi. Naomi-o. Campbell. Naomi-o Campbell. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Having little babies. That's, no, I don't, yeah. Again, Harry Enfield and Chums, I do remember some of those. I remember that better than the Far Show, but I do need to think. I do remember, and I thought it was a, I always just think it was a proper funny sketch. I mean, used to, I still do. I think Paul Whitehouse, where he was a football coach, and he talks to every single member of the the dressing room in their uh, in their own language. <laughs> <laughs> I, that was always hilarious to me, and like I was always like, I imagine that would be so cool if somebody actually could do that. Someone <laughs> probably can. Yeah, it probably is. You know, like, like I think Pochettino speaks a couple. Of would languages, uh, but... is a question for you? Yeah. Far show. Would Stelios? Would that be deemed racist? You see, this is the thing, and it probably wouldn't. Like, obviously, you know, when it comes to, like, French, Spanish, German, Greek is probably maybe borderline, but usually, because they're kind of classed as white anyway, it's not... It's an acceptable accent to do, is it? Yeah, no, I guess it is. is. (laughs) But, like, because, like, Russian would be, you know, Russian would still be fair game, Um, so I think Stelios probably we find the same way that uh, well actually it's a probably a bit different because of white South Africans but I remember Harry and Phil used to do the I think it was in the Harry and Paul again used to do the South African gym trainer yeah and see I, I, I think I slept on Harry and Paul I, di- I didn't I didn't think it was ever going to live up to the dizzy heights of Harry Enfield and Chums do you know what it's for me I watched it because I, I genuinely am a big fan of Paul Whitehouse <clears throat> oh, he's he's better than Harry Enfield by far. He's better than a lot of people by far. Uh, he's he's great in whatever he does. Yeah. Like he's really good. I remember, um, and this was was it? Maybe it was Alison. No, wait, no, it can't be Alison. No. He was in something. Steven Spielberg himself. What I think it was. I'm sure it was Steven Spielberg was like Paul Whitehouse is like one of the greatest character actors he's ever worked with. And I was like, Jesus, that's like mad praise. Especially that's quite an accolade, yeah. He's not in films a lot. Yeah. So it's not like he's a known name. Um, yeah, Paul Whitehouse for me is under. He's an underrated guy. He is proper. Le- and again, he is great at characters. He's amazing at characters. He loses himself in characters. Mm. I'm going to go try and find some Harry Enfield and Chums. It's on Netflix. I'm going to watch it and realise it's horribly... Is it on Netflix? Yeah. Hmm. I'm going to watch it and realise, yeah, every single sketch is like madly racist. Yeah, that's... <laughs> The amount of the amount of times you're gonna go can't get away with that now. Yeah. <laughs> it's just Confederate flag in the back of every, <laughs> in the back of every sketch. Like That's what? another thing as well. They they've been showing last over the last week they've been showing uh classic uh, Big Brother episodes. Oh yeah. And they had a cele- they showed a celebrity episode where uh it was the episode where do you remember Chantel Houghton? Houghton? The name rings a bell. It was the it was a celebrity Big Brother, but she wasn't a celebrity. She just looked like Paris Hilton. But she her, she went in there with a secret mission to. Well, was she a fake celebrity? Yeah, she was on a mission to to, yeah. to convince everyone in there that she, that was, she a was a celebrity. She was in a girl girl band. 
Dennis Rodman was in that uh, that series. I saw bits of that series. I remember I was specifically like, yo, Dennis Rodman, like that's yeah. my guy. Yes, I do, yeah. But yeah. Michael Barrymore was in it as well, right? And in this episode oh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. In this episode they had they the task was to showcase why you're a celebrity and why you deserve to be in the house. And it got to yeah. Michael Barrymore, he and he did like a little comedy thing, like a little comedy skit. But he <laughs> he dressed up as Hitler <laughs> and did a Nazi salute and did a loud, shouty German dictator type character. Wait, wait, sorry. When you say dressed up as Hitler, he he, you, he like, did the hair. He did the hair and the moustache. That's all it was. I was going to say. I was like, did Big Brother provide him with an SU? <laughs> <laughs> No, no, no! It was just the. Well, it was just. One packed in his suitcase? <laughs> it's just got. This is just for Wednesdays. This is yeah. <laughs> just such an emergency. Yeah, he he just did the moustache and the hair, and he did a okay, shouty right, right. hat, a Nazi yeah. salute thing. But he's like again. Seen that clip of like strike it lucky. Which one? Where there's Chinese, well, I say Chinese, Asian contestants on, and he does like the standard Chinese impression when he's talking to them. Oh my! I bet he does that any sort of. Ethnic oh yeah, 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 of course. Like he probably did it every episode yeah. with whatever token minority they had on that week. <laughs> <laughs> but he goes in hard, and like, and again, maybe you know, you're just you kind of you know looking into things later on. But because this was like there was a time a couple of years ago where because they they used to always have strike it lucky on challenge. They still do every every lunchtime. Oh really? I haven't yeah. got. I've not got the. I've not got the channel anymore. But for like a couple of months, like me and her, we'd sit down as a family, like it was back in the nineties, and watch it every evening, the back to back, yeah, back to back two episodes. Yeah. And you just look at it and you're like, oh, they're not comfortable. No. <laughs> <laughs> kind of like they're not comfortable, but they're just kind of like, well, they're no, that's politely. Like, that, that's what happens. Yeah, they're politely <laughs> laughing along to it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and again, yeah, it's it's mad because you know that was fine that was fine intended. oh dude segue of things that are really not okay have you seen about megan fox on twitter this week i've seen that she was she's talking about how she's been sexualized for roles or something like that dude fucking mad so years ago i think it must have been during the first like during the transformers promos or something like that she was talking about the first time she worked with Michael Bay, which was for Bad Boys 2, when she was 15. Yeah. And they put her in a club scene and they made her dress in like a bikini and high heels, <clears throat> which straight away you're like, 15 year old bikini and high heels. All right. And then apparently, because obviously she was 15, they were like, because for legal reasons, we can't show her at the bar and we cannot show her with a drink in her hand. Michael Bay's like, nah, it's cool, it's fine. We'll just put her under a waterfall for like the wet t-shirt effect. Yeah. And you're just like, yo, that's fucked. <laughs> the reason <laughs> There's... it's also gaining so much traction now is because like, A, you know, she told the story and nobody said a word and B, like, Jimmy Kimmel just laughed it off. Like, fucking just like, that's, that's men for you. Jesus. Yeah. And it is, man, you go back there, it's like... There's the there's a there's an ongoing joke with Michael Bay though that he he tries to put girls in his films as young as possible but as legal as possible. But there was a it got to it got to Transformers three, I think it was. The one where Mark Wahlberg joins it. Oh yes, yeah. 
it got to that point where he was really pushing the envelope and so he had he had an underage girl he needed to have an underage girl in his film <laughs> but in order to justify it he included that law where it's legal for people to like to be couples an underage couple or something like that there's like a law and it was a specific scene where they explain this law in the fi- in the film that's nearly three hours long. <laughs> it's not even part of the film. Mark Wahlberg just looks at the camera and is like, have what? you heard of Savile's law? <laughs> Savile's law? You can legally date a minor as long as you have the consent of her parents. But it's, it's basically it. It, it, it. was There was a scene, it took about two, two, it took about a minute or two to, to explain this law and why it's okay for this girl to have, to be in a relationship with a someone who isn't underage oh wait is that because her boyfriend was older than her yeah 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 yeah, that that one yeah yeah in a film that's nearly three hours long they took the time out to explain this thing that's an actual law in america (laughs) somewhere so that's and that's michael bay being michael bay being a dirty little pervert but there you go i think we should uh end it there (laughs) yeah from flashbacks to porn to sexual assault we've covered it all today what a wonderful world we live in it's beautiful man it's beautiful we should have just stuck with the flashbacks <laughs> <laughs> anyway alright we'll uh we'll wrap it up for now thank you for listening get in touch we'll with us at wrap it out let me do the thing man shut up no I don't want to quote Chappelle <laughs> zip it up and zip it out okay <laughs> get in touch with us at, on twitter at talkamarkspod email us at talkamarkspod at gmail.com or you can search for us on facebook talkamarkspod we're on it find it you'll see us uh, thank you for listening and I, I bid you adieu bye have bye, a wonderful time have a lot of, have a lot of time <laughs> have a wonderful time oh yeah that bye love you bye love you